Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. So will the impeachment vote pass? That is the question. Remember, it's only an inquiry, but will it go forward? I think it will, and I certainly believe it should. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. It's fired up for Friday, by the way. The Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey, our last show of the year. Let's uh, let's let's end the year right, huh? Let's end it on a bang with a big, big turnout at the Grand Hotel Friday afternoon, three to seven p.m. All right, let's end the year with a bang. It's been a great year for live events at the Grand Hotel, but I want our last show to be the best. So make sure you join us for that. Of all kinds of Christmas fun and surprises and. Who knows, who knows where the show goes when we do live shows? It just kind of goes off the rails. DeSantis, don't forget the Biden puppet, please. You bring my pi- Biden puppet? The Biden puppet is still in my trunk from the last Good. broadcast. It's Good. just waiting to be used. Good. I'm glad it's the only body you have in your trunk, by the way. Well done. <laughs> I didn't say that. He just oh, allegedly. to be in there. Yeah, Alle- yeah allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, all right, good. So we'll have the, the Biden puppet there. Excellent. Maybe by then we could, uh, we could even have him... Sing some Christmas carols for us. <laughs> yeah. That's a good selling point. It's I beginning would... to look a lot like impeachment <laughs> everywhere I go. <laughs> he should create a Christmas album. We could sell it at the broadcast. Right? I mean, he's got to raise money for his legal defense now, I think. I'm just saying. Uh, I want to thank my friends at Barrett uh, Media. They, they are, are wonderful people over there. They do a great job covering talk radio. And uh, they also write about the show quite a bit and i always appreciate that barrett news media they do daily news insight opinion storytelling they really bring the media industry to light and they put out every year their annual list of top talk show hosts in the country based on market size mid-market or major market here in philadelphia we are considered a major market we're a top 10 market i think we're number what five or six in terms of market size in the country it changes based on population but we're at top 10. So today, yesterday, Dom Giordano was named one of the top. Uh, he was number 12 for major market midday host. And today I was honored to receive number 10 for major market afternoon drive host. So the show received accolades today. So thank you. Thank you to Matt DeSanctatraderis, 
and to Henry for all their hard work on the show. Couldn't have done it without you guys. Number 10. And last year, I think we were like at 18 or something like that. So that's good. Yeah, we're moving up. We're moving up in the world. Next, Next year. year, we better crack the top 10 or Barrett is dead to me. <laughs> we got, I feel like that's we got to go top them. five. We should, yeah. we should up our ambition a bit. I better be top five or Barrett News Media is dead to me. <laughs> no, no. Good. No, yeah. that's not. Don't, 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 yeah, threaten the voters the good some more. Side, yeah. yeah. All of the people that make these votes are dead to me if I'm not in the top five next year. No, I'm truly honored. Thank you. It was a, it was a wonderful way to start my day to see, my, uh, see our show on the list today. So thank you for that, Barrett News Media. Thank you very, very much. And give them a nice follow on social media, if you would, at BNM staff. They cover this industry and they cover the world of media and everything that's going on. So they are definitely a good follow. And many times when I make comments on the air, they'll write articles about it, which is great. Because they help radio survive. Barrett News Media helps radio survive. And I appreciate that. I really do. Um, And on Thursday, they're going to announce their top 20 national talk radio shows. I'll be looking forward to that. I'm not considered national, even though you, of course, can listen anywhere you are. And whether that is in Ethiopia or Texas, Ohio, Florida, California, Canada, Washington State, Walla Walla, Richard's up there. We We have listeners all over the country, which is very, very cool. And Texas, I mean, it's awesome. And every time you put a Zioli Army shirt on and take a picture on social media, it means the world to us because you are our marketing department. You are all we have. I mean that. You're all we've got. You're all we got. And don't forget, you can get your Zioli Army gear on the online store, which they have at talkradio1210wph.com. Talkradio1210, whatever it is, whatever our website is. What is our website? Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know it. 1210WPHD.com, I think it is. Let me check. It's just a Google search away. You'll find just, it. Just search away, right? Just do that. Twelve, Yeah, 1210WPHD.com. You go there and there's a link to the store right there. The merch the merch store. And if you if you get some merch, you know, rock out in your merch. You know what I mean? So, at the Zeoli Army, you can get a hoodie. Get Kelly Green hoodie if you want it. Kelly Green's cool. It's a nice color. It's like the, like the Eagles color. I can't say that for copyright reasons, but it's basically the Eagles color. We just ripped it off. So... <laughs> Don't don't what? say that. That's what? oh, was that on the air? I thought it was off the air. It has nothing to do with the Eagles. It's just a cool color of green, right? Which you could wear at the Eagles game because it looks just like their color. <laughs> it does. I don't think it looks anything like the Eagles color. <laughs> the Kelly green. To be fair, <laughs> we we could talk about any Eagles right now. Right. I didn't say the Philadelphia Eagles, right. although it does bear a striking resemblance to their Kelly green. Sure, let the Eagles ban sue us too. <laughs> Why not? As many lawsuits as as they can send. Oh, bring it on, Don Henley. Bring it on. Everything can change in a New York minute, so bring it on. <laughs> All right. Let's focus, shall we, people? Focus. Uh, this whole issue right now of this impeachment inquiry. Here is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez making an idiotic statement. I- I'm sharing this with you because I-, I want you to understand how two things happen in this country all the time, right? So here's the first thing that happens. When Republicans act like Democrats, they are uh, lauded in the corporate media for bipartisanship. And they're told how great it is to cross the aisle for the good of America. You know, if you voted to impeach Donald Trump over January 6th or Russia or Ukraine phone call, whatever it was, uh, you are a brave American putting country over party. Not a single Democrat's going to vote to go forward with this impeachment inquiry. Not not one. And if they did, the media, the corporate media would treat them as traitors. There, there's no bipartisanship when when Democrats want to do something. They all band together. The only time bipartisanship occurs, and it's, it really it angers me, is usually when a Republican, not usually every time, 
a Republican winds up acting like a Democrat and then votes along with them. And they're a national hero. Adam Kinzinger, Liz Cheney, Mitt Romney. I mean, the list goes on and on. AOC comes out and makes this ridiculous, ridiculous statement. And I'll, I'm going to debunk this for you. Here's what she said. Cut number five. That not only is the committee not allowing Hunter Biden to testify publicly, but they have not called a single witness, a single first hand witness to any of their allegations. They haven't allowed anybody to testify publicly because they do not have a single witness to any of their alleged allegations. They don't. They don't have a single witness, okay? Let's go through the witnesses for a moment, shall we? There's Tony Bobolinsky. Tony Bobolinsky, Hunter's former business partner, who admitted that Joe Biden was the big guy involved in the shady Chinese energy venture and was due for payment, 10% to the big guy. Uh, there was a guy involved in a shady, I'm sorry, Devin Archer, Hunter Biden's former business partner and best friend, who said Hunter put then-Vice President Joe Biden on the speakerphone at least two dozen times during meetings with foreign associates. Multiple highly credible IRS whistleblowers who provided extensive evidence of a cover-up within Biden's Department of Justice. You have bank records, you have emails, you have phone calls, you've got phones, texts, visitor logs, and sworn witness testimony which all refute Biden's years and years of lies. You could bring Joe Biden on the stand. I'm sorry, um, his brother James Biden on the stand. You could bring all of these foreign people on the stand who did business with him. You could subpoena them. I mean, they may not show up, but you could try. But there's plenty of witnesses here. That's the problem is that there's so many people that would love to speak out on this, but they're not allowed to. And then there's people that the government is specifically saying no to those two tax attorneys that Jim Jordan brought up. But remember something, though. All the Democrats are going to say the same thing over and over again. They're just going to repeat themselves ad nauseum, and the corporate media will do what the corporate media does, and they will act like this is just a bunch of Republican wacko extremists, MAGA extremists who just want to go after Joe Biden for revenge for what they did to Donald Trump. And they'll ignore the evidence, except for maybe Catherine Harridge and CBS. That's it. They'll ignore the evidence unless they... Because even though they want to get Joe Biden out, they don't want to let the Republicans win, if that makes sense. They want Joe Biden to leave the race, and they know that this is the way to do it. But they, they can't let Republicans be seen as winning or beating him because Joe Biden's a stubborn old mule, and he won't go anywhere. The only way you can convince Joe Biden to get out of the race is if Joe Biden believes that he's already beat Donald Trump so you have to lie and show him polling numbers that are just completely made up. And it doesn't matter. He'll believe him. He may even think he already won. He may already think that the jello that he's having is as an inauguration party. It, it, no idea. But and you have to make Joe Biden believe that bad things are going to come to his family if he stays in this race. But what you can't do is make it seem like the Republicans have won here. But here's Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrat minority leader saying what the corporate media will repeat ad nauseum, cut number six. What we do know is that there is zero evidence that President Biden has engaged in an impeachable offense. There is zero evidence that President Biden has engaged in any wrongdoing whatsoever. There is zero evidence that President Biden has broken the law. Uh, the Republicans have now reviewed more than 100,000 pages of documents 
heard from many witnesses, and they can't find a scintilla of evidence uh, to justify this impeachment inquiry. A scintilla of evidence. That's your SAT word of the day. A scintilla. Uh, Sure we have. I mean, they have. Sure they have. There's a ton of evidence there. All the whistleblowers have come forward and said it. There's a ton of evidence. There's no evidence from the Department of Justice because the Department of Justice is covering up for the president of the United States of America. I told you this before. Merrick Garland, the attorney general, is a butthurt bureaucrat who did not get his hearing for the Supreme Court. He has never forgiven the Republicans since. And he is absolutely using his office to punish Republicans and to help his friends. And speaking of that, a judge has just paused Trump's January 6th case amid an appeal to toss it. So a federal judge today, just moments ago, agreed to pause proceedings in former President Trump's election interference case while he appeals a decision rejecting his efforts to toss the case. The decision from Judge Tanya Chutkin automatically stays any further proceedings that would move this case towards trial or impose additional burdens of litigation on the defendant. Trump last week appealed an order from Chutkin that rejected his motion to dismiss the case Likewise, asking that she halt activity in the case while his appeal proceeds. The move comes as Trump has argued the court should dismiss the case both on the concept of presidential immunity, which, of course, the Supreme Court has now decided to hear. As well as on constitutional grounds, including the First Amendment. The maneuver by Trump threatens to upend a March 4th trial date and comes after prosecutors have argued the former president is simply using every avenue possible to disrupt the case in the hopes of punting the matter before the 2024 election. Well, that's what I'd be doing. That's what anybody should do. Anybody in that position should do the exact same thing. I mean, yeah, you have a right to a speedy trial under the Constitution, but you also have a right to ask the courts to make sure that you do, your due process rights, excuse me, are being followed. And if you don't feel like they are, then you have a right to ask a judge. The, the idea that you're going to have a, a speedy trial, that's, that's what the government is obligated to do for you. You're not obligated to give the government a speedy trial. Just understand that. Understand that, which I know you do, because you're a very smart person. This will go nowhere. The case, I mean, it, it's still going to go forward against Trump. This is a procedural thing, but I just wanted you to know that. And I'll get into another thing that the court is taking up regarding January 6th in, in a little bit as well. Um, but obviously, there's a, there's, there's a lot of news around Hunter Biden today, just, just a ton of it. Tony Bobolinsky himself would make an excellent witness. Just Tony Bobolinsky, Hunter's former business partner would be an excellent witness in this impeachment inquiry. But if Democrats are so convinced that there's not a scintilla of evidence, why are they, why are they obstructing this? Why are they stopping it? Why is the president obstructing it? Why doesn't the president come out and say, look, there's nothing here, but if you want to do this, knock yourself out. And show the American people he's not afraid of it. But he's not doing that. They're trying to stop it. Why? Because there's something there. Look, I know I always tell you that, you know, if you've done nothing wrong, you have nothing to fear is a stupid term, and it is to justify mass government surveillance of you and all the other things. But that's not what this is. I mean, this is here. There's legitimate evidence of a crime and legitimate evidence of a cover-up by the Department of Justice to keep the investigation of that crime from coming out. And there's no principle here to justify why this should not continue. Because there's just way too much smoke here. There's way too much smoke and the fire's blazing and you know it's blazing. Here is um, 
The House Oversight Committee Chairman James, actually, you know what? I got I got a bunch of other audio too. Matt DeSantis pulled up for me. Let me pull some of that up for you right now at this moment. Uh, here we go. Here is Representative Tom Cole on the Biden impeachment inquiry, explaining how they're going to proceed. And I love this because he's using exactly what happened, exactly what Democrats did, their playbook, their play, their approach. Take a listen. If my friends are, are so confident, again, as one of my colleagues mentioned from the Rules Committee, what are you worried about? It's an investigation. It's open. We hardly talked about what the resolution's about, which is how we're going to proceed. And how are we going to proceed? Almost exactly as my friends proceeded in 2019. Their playbook, their play, their approach. If my friends are, are so And they were absolutely again, convinced back in 2019 that everybody had to do closed-door depositions. And everybody did. And after January 6th, the high holy day of the left, January 2021, 20, they all, all the people gave closed-door depositions. And when Peter Navarro refused, when Steve Bannon refused, they were brought up on federal charges. And they were prosecuted for refusing to participate in a closed-door deposition when the Congress asked them to. So Navarro and Bannon were prosecuted, shackled and chained, humiliated. And Devin, I mean, excuse me, Hunter Biden did exactly the same thing today, refusing to go to a deposition, refusing to comply with, comply with a legitimate congressional subpoena. And does the, the president believe that congressional subpoenas are something that individual citizens can just ignore? It's a suggestion. It's not really anything that really should have the force of law behind it. I mean, Congress makes the law, so you would think that Congress, if they ask you to come for a deposition, you should probably go since they are the ones that make the law. And they have made a law that says, if we ask you to come to a deposition, you have to come. And if not, we're going to charge you with obstructing Congress. We're going we're gonna to ask the Justice Department to do it. And then in the case of Bannon and Navarro, they'll go after you and they'll prosecute you. Here is the question that KJP was asked today. The White House Fembot, take a listen. I was setting it up, but you were too busy the, um, chatting with Henry. He spent a lot of time in, in Congress, been around Washington a while. Does he believe that congressional subpoenas are something that individual citizens can ignore? I'm just not going to speak to that. Just not. Why not? Why not? Are you, you want to be more specific yeah, on your question? Know, just, yeah. He's a former senator. He's issued subpoenas in his career. Does he believe that I'm the just subpoenas gonna, have to be complied with? I'm just going to have you speak to the White House counsel on this. I'm just not going to speak to that. I'm, 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 it's a simple question. If a, if a person gets a subpoena from Congress, should they go? All right, so what riveting things are you two talking about in there? I can't, I can't, I can't wait to hear this. We're all dying to know. No, I didn't. I couldn't find the thing because I have about eight different audio clips pulled up that aren't labeled specifically, and that, of course, is one of them, and I, I just kept clicking the wrong one. He window. does have a lot up on that. He has a lot up. Yeah. There's, There's a, a lot, lot up right on. now. Yeah. There's a lot up. All right, we'll play something else you got up. What else you got up? All right, well, we have Eric Swalwell, one of my personal favorites. Oh, you do love Eric Swalwell. <laughs> Would you like to hear from him? This is during the impeachment inquiry. I think we, we should, and I should give you that there is a story around Eric Swalwell that Paul Sperry just tweeted out about. But first, let's hear the clip. Does he, does he break wind in this clip, just out of curiosity? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. He does not. Yeah. Okay. That's a disappointment to you and your seven-year-old uh, sense of humor. <laughs> We can play that clip afterwards, though, just to Well, we don't people. really have to. I uh, think Just offer it. I, I think I appreciate the offer, though. It's very kind <laughs> of you to offer. Very, very kind. All right, here's Swalwell. The only crime is that Joe Biden blew out Donald Trump in the 2020 election. 
And that's a problem because this place is the largest law firm in D.C. with these lawyers working on behalf of just one client, Donald Trump, at the expense of everything else that matters. But I want to give James Comer some credit because after 50,000 pages of depositions and secret hearings and closed hearings, I think if we give him enough time, he's going to prove that Hunter Biden is Joe Biden's son. Wow, he's funny. But unlike um, Hunter Biden's daughter, who they pretended was not Hunter Biden's uh, daughter, uh, nobody's doubting that Hunter Biden is Joe Biden's son, you idiot. But Eric Swalwell might be in some trouble. Paul Sperry from Real Clear Investigations tweeted out the following. How sources say that Democrat Representative Eric Swalwell, as a member of the Judiciary Committee, which subpoenaed Hunter Biden, aided and abetted a crime this morning when he worked with Hunter's lawyer, Abby Lowell, to help Hunter flout the subpoena in contempt of Congress. So if that is the case and Swalwell broke the law, he should be kicked out. Much like they did to George Santos. But remember, there are different standards, obviously, for Republicans and Democrats. Look, the president politically is screwed right now. This is bad. This is a bad day for him. Hunter Biden may have got out of testifying today. But when he said that his father was not financially involved, he said it all. And Joe Biden is royally politically screwed. No question about it. A lot more to say on this. But guys, listen, time is ticking here. So if you want to get her something she'll love, something beautiful, something that you're going to love looking at her in, you need to go to pajamagram.com right now and order their famous naturally nude pajamas. So good, they sell out every year. Naturally new pajamas are known for the ultimate in comfort and style. Soft, silky, totally luxurious. Better than lingerie with a curved, caressing fit. And here's the best part. When you order naturally new pajamas today, you're going to get a free naturally nude nighty. That's a $75 savings on a deluxe two-in-one complete gift. And that's not all. With Pajamagram, you can even add gift packaging. If you ask me, this is one easy holiday gift that is sure to make her happy. Remember when they ask you, tell them we sent you. Go to pajamagram.com today and order the naturally nude pajamas before they're gone. She'll be happy, she'll be comfortable, and she'll look beautiful, and, and you'll, you'll be thought of as a thoughtful guy, and you will love how beautiful they look on her. So everybody wins. Naturally nude pajamas from pajamagram.com, pajamagram.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show, on your schedule. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. Busy day on Capitol Hill today, no question about it. And the Supreme Court of the United States of America has thrown a gigantic monkey wrench into special counsel Jack Smith's plans to put Trump on trial before Super Tuesday. So that's the goal here. That's what they want to have happen. Let me give you the behind the scenes in this. And I don't know this for a fact because I'm certainly not in the room with these people, but they're vile, vile status. And I have no interest in being in the room with them. But I think I have a pretty good sense of figuring out what their playbook is here just from my years of being in politics. And I think it, it goes like this. They, they figured that Trump was the easiest to beat. And they wanted to do everything they possibly could to elevate him to be the GOP frontrunner. It's not lost on them. They see what we see, that every time the government goes after him, his popularity surges. They know that. That's why they go after him. They could have just left the guy alone, right? I mean, they go, it goes back to Mar-a-Lago and they just ignore him, but they can't. And I know some of that is Trump derangement syndrome, as they call it. I get that. But I think politically speaking, it's more than that. They felt, listen, we beat Trump in 2020. We can do it again. Now, I'm not going to get into that notion of whether Trump was beaten or not. It's irrelevant to the point of, of what their thinking is. They think they beat him and they think they can do it again, even if they have to cheat. They think they could do it again. So they elevate the guy up to be the front runner status. But then something goes wrong. And what goes wrong is that Biden is a terrible, terrible president. The economy stinks. The world is on fire. And all this is happening on Joe Biden's watch. The border is an open disaster. And Joe Biden is old. And there's nothing wrong with being old. But he's a bad old. He's a bad old. And he can't keep it together. And he can't speak. And everybody sees the, the very, very gradual progression of Joe Biden going to a dark, dark place in his mind. Everybody sees it. What they did not count on is the fact that this time around, Trump will win, and he'll win even if you try to cheat. No matter what, and there's no COVID, and you can't hide Joe Biden in the basement, and this time around, you can't say everybody the Hunter Biden laptop is Russian disinformation. We know it's real. We know what's on there is real. So you are royally screwed. And that memo that I shared with you yesterday and Friday the Democrat pollsters, James Carville's group, finding that people even said Trump is better at protecting democracy than Democrats. So even the narrative that Trump is the next Mussolini and he's going to destroy democracy and be a dictator and never leave office, people are not buying that. Democrat voters are not buying that. And for the first time since the poll was asked during FDR's administration, working people now say the Republican Party better represents them then it represents the Democrats. And that's because the Democrat Party has become the party of the faculty lounge. Elitist faculty lounge members and elites on the coast and his lost touch with really the middle of America and not even that middle. Just anybody who doesn't live in either New York or California or work at a, at a, at a college in the academic faculty lounge. Joe Manchin put it very, very well when he did the Wall Street Journal CEO summit. And Senator Joe Manchin who really is, you could say, the last Democrat. Like if you're going to make a movie called The Last Democrat, it would really be about him, at least on the national stage. I mean, Kirsten Cinema, she's an independent now. She's out. The border situation was enough for her, and she said, I'm done with these people. 
They're freaking nuts. When people were asked in that poll that James Carville's group did, which party is more extreme, they said the Democrats. Democrats are more extreme. And that's because the Democrat Party is surrounding themselves by freaking lunatic nutbags. So obviously, when you've got AOC and Rashida Tlaib and Ilan Omar and these other whack jobs out there all the time, people are going to see that and they're going to go, people are freaking nuts. They don't represent me. They don't represent my family and my needs. They're not doing anything for me. They're, they're trying to push a, a, a green energy agenda. It's going to cost me my job, make me pay more, take away more of my freedom. I don't want it. And they're spending and this inflation and this nonstop spending of money in Ukraine. No, thank you. Here's what Joe Manchin said regarding his current status as a Democrat senator in West Virginia, although until recently, I guess he, well, the last Democrat to win, really. Cut seven. Well, you, um, you also, I believe, made a gridiron joke about being the last Democrat ever to, to come from West Virginia. Do you think that a Democrat will ever win West Virginia again? Not in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't see that happening. I think our, cha- our state has changed so much. The D-brand is basically the branding, you know, and people are forced to pick sides. And in West Virginia, they picked a side when they felt the Democrats had left them. It really wasn't for the working people, give them a chance. Overregulated them uh, to the point to where they, they, the whole slogan of war on coal, transition's coming. I mean, you have, to, you have to embrace transition, but make sure there's something to replace what you're transitioning from too. And they never gave them that opportunity. They just said, well, I'm sorry, it's over. And they start giving uh, uh, work extensions. You know, we're going to give you, if you'll train for another. I says, guys, come on. You want to give basically a, a glorified unemployment benefit and, and disguise it as training when there's no jobs that you're training for. Okay? You've got to have some investments and some industry coming. So I will say with what we have done in the 117th Congress, we've created a lot of opportunity throughout the country. And most of it's going in rural areas where there's a lot of energy and People have had hard times, and I think you're going to see a, a revitalization. That's why the economy is kind of held together. No one ever envisioned the type of investments we have coming from all over the world, coming to, to America. <clears throat> the last Democrat elected from West Virginia. I, I agree. I mean, I think, I think the party is, it's no longer the party of working people from West Virginia. You know, guys who, when, when you know the party is actively saying they want to shut down how you make a living. You know, Hillary Clinton years ago went down to coal country. You know, I know, Bo, try to put on that fake Southern accent she does. At the time, she had hot sauce in her purse. Remember when she was speaking with black voters? It's such a phony, right? The Democrat Party waged the war on coal. Coal is very important to West Virginia's economy. And the Democrats want to destroy it. Joe Biden just said at the COP28 conference, or as people did, no more coal plants. We're shutting them down. We're not building any new ones, and we're going to phase out all the ones we have. So you can't sit here and say this party actually gives a damn about the working men and women in this country when they're literally trying to take their jobs. At the same time, we see cities are on fire. We see the borders wide open. And the vampiric one, Nancy Pelosi, has the audacity of the gall on Andrea Mitchell or Alex Wagner on MSNBC to sit down. And again, another if if you don't just give Ukraine whatever it wants, if you don't give Zelensky Everything he wants, every dollar forever and ever and ever. You don't have conversations about ceasefire. You don't have conversations about peace talks. Nothing. You just have to write checks. You keep writing checks, period. Now, when it comes to Israel, though, which Israel is having the exact same situation where you've got people being raped and children being killed. Well, with that, the White House wants this to be resolved very, very quickly. And the White House is 
making sure that Israel understands that, of course. We're going to tell you how to fight your war, Israel. But with Ukraine? No, hell no. Hell no. Yeah, you guys keep going, whatever you need. What do you need? Another hundred billion? Ah, we got you. No problem. Cut eight. Cut eight. Ocho. Cut eight. My pleasure, but remember, the longer they take for Ukraine, more people will die, more women will be raped, more children will be kidnapped, and it'll be all on them. We have to get them to move. See? More people will die, more women will be raped, more children will be killed, and it'll be all on them. That's literally what Israel's saying, but when it comes to Israel, it's like, well, screw you guys. See, this is the double standard, but it's also the reason why, because Israel doesn't have the receipts on Joe Biden. Ukraine does. So the Democrats are going to give whatever Ukraine wants. And if anybody stands up and questions it, even if you question whether or not there should be real discussions about, hey, listen, you can't win this. We need to have a conversation here about the fact that the war, this is going to go on for 10 years. And unless we sit down at the table here, this is never going to end. But you can't even have that conversation, of course, because the minute that you suggest that, you are pro-Putin. Right? You want Russia to win, you want Putin to win, and you're hoping that Putin takes over the world and, and conquers Europe, and we're all speaking Ruski. That's what you secretly hope. Here's Hakeem Jeffries, cut nine. Now, with respect to uh, the border issue, uh, it's my view uh, that the administration will continue to proceed and make sure that these discussions uh, are consistent with our values as a nation of immigrants, but also consistent with our values as a nation anchored in the rule of law. If an agreement is reached, do you believe the speaker will put it on the floor? Uh, That remains to be seen because uh, the pro-Putin caucus of the House Republican Conference uh, is extreme, it's loud, and it's growing. The pro-Putin caucus. You see that? The pro-Putin caucus. Uh, Now, nobody is pro-Putin, but that's the talking point. And so if you don't agree to everything that Ukraine wants, if you don't agree to the absolute amount of money, if you have any questions about it, if you have any disagreements with it, if you want any parameters around it, if you want any oversight of it, anything, you want Putin to win. Get it? That's how this works. That's how the game works. It's such a scam. It really is. It's such an absolute scam. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli if you want to weigh in today. So the question, of course, is has the Supreme Court really done something to throw off Jack Smith's case. So remember I told you that they wanted, they believed that, that Donald Trump was the easiest one to beat. And then when they realize now that Donald Trump can win, now they're trying to rapidly rush this case and get him before a jury, get him before a trial, before Super Tuesday, and then have the other Republicans, the, the establishment class, going out there and saying, look, the guy can't win. He's on trial. Look at this. He's on trial. He, he, he may not be able to be on the ballot. You cannot make this guy your nominee. Get behind Nikki Haley. Pull a Chris Sununo and get behind Nikki Haley. That's what they're hoping for. But when the Supreme Court said we are going to look into Trump's immunity claims and it's given till December 20th for his lawyers to weigh in on this. And now that's that Judge Chutkin has said, yes, we will put the case on hold while these appeals are pending, while the court reviews this question of presidential immunity. That means that they may not meet their march deadline to get trump on trial before super tuesday and that's exactly what the special counsel wants to do he wants to do that because he wants people to turn around and say oh this is bad trump can't win so i'm going to back somebody else and do it while there's time to do it because trump's lead is so massive in these states and i told you this yesterday 
even if every Republican drops out but Nikki Haley or but Ron DeSantis, either way, it doesn't matter. Trump still has a double digit lead in California, Michigan, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia. I mean, every state you look at, he's got a massive lead in Iowa. Same thing. There's no way to beat him at this point. If the if the process goes the way it goes, he's winning. He's the nominee. The the primary is already over. He's the nominee. The only chance is if they can get him on trial before Super Tuesday. This is their thinking, their hope. Get him on trial before Super Tuesday and then show everybody this is your candidate. Is this what you want? Is this what you want the party to do? I read something the other day from a, a talk show host, a guy named Steve Deese, and he wrote this whole piece basically saying that America is going to watch this man on trial and America is going to turn around and say, we can't have this guy be our president. He helped aid in a, an insurrection and blah, blah, blah. And so his argument was everybody's got to get behind Ron DeSantis because DeSantis is the only guy. You know. But the problem is that all of these trials and tribulations and charges and everything else are not changing people's loyalty to trump if you support him you double down if you love the guy you love him even more if you can't stand the guy but you love his policies you love those policies even more and you want him back and you don't really care he's indicted what jack smith is hoping for is he's hoping to put this on a show before super tuesday to convince republican primary voters not to vote for him because there's a lot of republicans they could live with they could live with nikki haley The swamp is in no danger if Nikki Haley becomes president. The war machine is in no danger. She's all in on Ukraine. All in. They can live with that, but what they cannot live with is the idea that Trump becomes a nominee and then their secret master plan to make sure he's the nominee because he's the easiest one to beat backfires in their face and he wins in November despite all of this and then he goes in there and he destroys the deep state. Because now it's personal. It's like Jaws to the Revenge. This time it's personal. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. So Friday's our big show at the Grand Hotel. We're going to go out with a bang and end the year on the high note possible. We have had such great shows there all year long. And I'm grateful to all the hospitality that the Grand Hotel offers us. And your chance this Friday to join us for our last show of the year, 3 to 7 p.m. And if you're looking for that perfect holiday gift for your family this year, Book a holiday getaway at my happy place, the beautiful oceanfront Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey. They have something for everyone. For the kiddos, book the Grand's Holiday Family Splash Package and enjoy the huge indoor heated pool with a hot tub, arcade, delicious food at Hemingway's Restaurant. Holiday Splash Packages include complimentary breakfast when you stay two or more nights. Stay three or four nights and save 10% off regular rates. Book five or more nights and you'll save 15% off room rates, valid from December 22nd through December 28th. Or ring in the new year in a grand way when you book the Grand's New Year's Eve package. This package is loaded, including breakfast and dinners all weekend and toasting in 2024 at the main event celebration in the beautiful fifth floor ballroom. There's so much more to the Grand Hotel. The people, uh, Christmas time is wonderful to be down in Cape May. They go all out for Christmas. The decorations... It's such a great time. So check out GrandHotelCapeMay.com and view all the details and their specials. Always book direct with them to get the best rates. Call 800-257-8550, 800-257-8550, or visit GrandHotelCapeMay.com. I'll see you Friday. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. All righty, 855 8 9 12 10 
And the working man has turned around and said, you know what, Democrats don't stand for us anymore. And that is the truth. No question about it. No doubt about it. Can't hide that fact. Uh, John is in Pensacola, New Jersey. Hello, John. What's going on? John, hey, how are you? Good. How are you, John? Good. What exactly do you mean when you talk about getting rid of the deep state? I mean, do you mean like getting rid of the Department of Education, which created this whole kind of DEI and soup mess that you know killed the Ivy Leagues and all the big schools? Well, what exactly are you? Is, 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 did he have a plan? I'd love to know. Simply, or is it just like a big kind of talking point? Well, I mean, eliminating the Department of Education would be outstanding, but I don't think that that's actually what the deep state refers to. But I do think that you should eliminate the Department of Education. There's, there's no reason to have it. Right, right. But what is what? How do you say? All right, four years later, mm-hmm. I got rid of these guys. I got rid of this department here. I moved these guys out to Oklahoma. You know, is there like, you know, some plan in place like he did for the judges? You know, he put, he said, "Hey, I'm going to nominate these judges." Boom, and he did it. Well, is there a plan there? Yeah. What so the, uh, all right, uh, let me let me. I'll, I'll answer your. I'll answer it off air. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, John. The plan is something that the Heritage Foundation has been working on with a number of conservative groups. It's called Project Twenty Twenty Five. And in order to, so if you want to smash the deep state, first you got to figure out what it is, right? You got to identify it. And imagine it like this: you've got all these bureaucrats in D.C. They are all empowered and protected. Their jobs are protected. They're empowered and they get away with anything that they want. And even though they're in the executive branch of government, they're not accountable to the president. So they're able to actually undermine the president and his agenda, even though technically they work for the guy. So imagine if your employees at your company every day were trying to undermine you. You're the CEO of the company and you make whatever you make. You make uh, engines, car engines. But you don't make the electric kind and all the employees at your company every day try to slow down production so that they can wait until there's a mandate that makes those cars illegal. And they're still getting paid to do it. And you're the boss and you can't get rid of them. Their, their jobs are protected and they're undermining you. And imagine that on a scale that also now involves federal law enforcement, the national security state. And you're not giving them what they want, which is they want the war and they want the 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 growth of their powers for surveillance and everything else. And you're not giving it to them. So all these powers that they have, they turn around and use against you. And there's nothing you can do about it because you can't get rid of these people. You can't fire these people. There's no accountability. What Project 2025 is about, it's about restoring the balance of power within the executive branch of government. See, ever since Franklin Delano Roosevelt came around, And he massively grew the executive branch of government. You now have thousands and thousands of people who work in the executive branch, tens of thousands of them, in various departments, various bureaucracies. The president, who is the only person in the executive branch of government who is elected by the people. Remember, in the Constitution, the executive, the power of the executive is vested in a president. It's not a president and a bunch of cabinet members, and also thousands and thousands of faceless, nameless, unaccountable bureaucrats. It's the president. So take the EPA, for example, or take, you know, take the Department of Education. Because there are deep state, deep state swamp bureaucrats there, too. So imagine it like this. You turn around and you say, hey, look, I want to make sure everybody understands. There's, there's boys and there's girls. There's men and women, and that's my, that's my belief. The American people elect me president. 
Now I'm president. But the bureaucrats at the Department of Education didn't vote for me, and they don't like that. So they keep undermining even the guy that I appoint to be the, 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 the Secretary of Education for the United States. And they undermine him with all kinds of policy opinions and investigations and doing all the things that are the direct opposite of my agenda. So I call up the secretary one day. I go, hey, what, uh, you know, John, what's going on? How come your Department of Education is doing all these things? And John says to me, Mr. President, I've told him to stop. There's nothing I can do about it. They're all protected. These are political. These are these are these are uh, jobs that are protected under under law. I, I can't do anything. I, I know it's happening. I'm, I'm sorry. I, when it comes to my attention, we we try to do something, but. And don't forget, too, there's all these other things that these rules that were promulgated by the previous administration that they're they're now enforcing. And they're not laws, they're rules, because that's what the deep state also does. They pass rules. Like, for example, we talked about the big conspiracy theory, how they were going to ban your gas stove. Remember, that was a big conspiracy theory. They're coming for your gas stove. Well, they are coming for your gas stove. And the way they were going to do it was Richard Trumka, the little troll at the Consumer Product Safety Commission, was going to put out a rule. They published this rule in the Federal Register, and after a period of time, a comment period, which you're allowed to weigh in on, they don't give a damn what you have to say, but you can weigh in in the Federal Register, and then that rule has the force of law behind it. Congress didn't pass it. There was no debate on it. They just did it. They do it all the time. The executive branch of government does this all the time. They promulgate rules which have the force of law. In many cases, these rules come with uh, prison time and financial penalties if you don't follow them. You don't even know how many there are. You can't keep track. They actually tried to figure it out one time and they lost count. There's so many rules in the federal rule book now. So let's say another great example. I mean, I, I turn around and I say to the EPA, look, I want you to undo all of these. Give, give me a list of all these rules. I want to I unrule them. They're rules that were made by the previous president. I can unrule them. I'm going to promulgate them away. But all the bureaucrats there in the EPA, they're so hell bent on climate change being the greatest threat, that all they do is use their power as bureaucrats to undermine my goal, which is to get the EPA off your ass so you can run your business, and they just keep going after people and coming up with new rules and new interpretations and new investigations and busting chops. You turn around, you'd say, that's not the vision the CEO has. But you see, to the left, these bureaucrats are heroes. They're brave heroes who are doing the job that needs to be done in spite of the guy who was elected by the American people. Now, does that make any sense to you? I, I got elected president, right? I'm the president. I'm the one. I'm the only one in Article 2 that is the executive branch of government. It's me. Everything else flows through me, whether it's the Department of Justice, whether it is the EPA, whether it's education. It all flows through me. If it's part of the executive branch of government, it flows through the president. And these people are undermining me within these various bureaucracies. So naturally, you pick up the phone, you go, I want those guys fired. Sorry, Mr. President, you can't. Their jobs are protected. So you're going to reform that by being able to get rid of these bureaucrats. You're going to be able to train people who go to work in a future administration how to recognize and deal with these bureaucrats, because that is really the deep state. The deep state really is the people who are so embedded in Washington in these big, gigantic buildings that are, are just hideous looking from the... You know, bygone era, it just screams bureaucracy and they can do whatever they want. Undermine the president's agenda. They can go after him. They can investigate him. And there's no consequences because the federal Leviathan is so massive. It's so big. And you can't there's no accountability. And these people are protected classes. 
So you have to reform all of that. It's not a matter of just t- turning around and saying, yeah, smash the deep state. It sounds great, but they actually have a plan. The plan of Project 2025 is to, is to take a day one on the inauguration day for that president to be able to be empowered to reform the executive branch of government so that the president, the one who's accountable to the people, and Congress through the impeachment clause, is able to do the job that he was elected to do and can't be undermined by a bunch of bureaucrats who are so embedded deep in the state that they do whatever they want with their own agenda that is even contrary to the president's. And if they don't like the president, they have all the powers they have to be able to go after him using the very powers we gave them after 9-11 to be able to go after the president and to 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 work and orchestrate a campaign to undermine him, which is what they did with Russia collusion. The forces in the CIA and the FBI and the NSA and all these other three letter and four letter agencies wanted Trump gone. He wasn't going to give them new wars. The defense industrial complex, the military industrial complex wants this stuff. And he doesn't want it, and he's standing in their way, and they created this entire narrative about him being a Russian operative, hoping that they could just grind his presidency to a halt. That's not okay. You shouldn't be able to be, just because you're an FBI agent or a Department of Justice lawyer, you should not be allowed to undermine the president of the United States of America because you don't like the guy. That's not how this is supposed to work. That's what Project 2025 is going to do. So, no, it's not just a talking point. It is serious reforms of the executive branch of government. Long overdue to try to make up for the sins of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And there were many, many. 855-839-1210. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Your calls are next. We've got 30 minutes of nonstop talk for you. The latest on Hunter Biden. Don't go away. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. And on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.